Welcome to another episode of The Tragedy of Time. I'm your host, Derek Bewley Bowles. Uh, it's been a while since I've done a podcast episode, but I felt that tonight slash this morning warranted one. Um, pretty cool. <sighs> pretty cool night slash morning. <laughs> oh, I'll give just like a little recap on life lately. Um, it's, it's, I don't know, my body's in a weird spot. I have no idea. Whatever I'm going through physically definitely is an anomaly. Like, not a lot of people's bodies have done whatever my body's doing. I mean, if it was, one of these tests that I would have gotten would have uh, found the answers to whatever's going on. And I had a pretty bad episode um about a week ago yeah i think it was last saturday and it's technically technically it's sunday morning now where my heart just was racing really bad but it also felt really weak and i couldn't hardly walk or anything and i thought i was going to have to go to the hospital and it's i've had some the other night i had a really bad night where the pain in my chest was just so so severe the crushing sensation i thought i i must be on the verge of having a heart attack for me to have this amount of pain and i took my anxiety medication which always at least helps and it had been like 45 minutes usually it doesn't take that long to work and uh it was like it's still not still not helping <laughs> like i'm like it was and it was so bad I'm like, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. Like, there's no way I can be in this much pain and, like, just push through it like something. And then the medication kicked in and I got some peace and I was managed managed to sleep. But, and, like, since, the, since that night, um, when I have these episodes, I get severely, severely depressed afterwards. Um, because I'm like, this is so not right that there's something so not right in my body that it very well might kill me, like, is my thought process, right? Like, and it could, I mean, I don't know what's going on. How do I know if it's going to kill me or not? That's the reality of this life is, like, we all die, and... I've done some really terrible, I've made some really terrible lifestyle um, lifestyle choices when it comes to drugs and alcohol and put my body through the ringer. And then even after my health issues were an issue, I continued to get sober, then relapse and sober, then relapse and sober and put more and more stress on my body. So, like, 
of course, it's stressed out. And, you know, I haven't been able to find answers. But since, um, so yeah, since Saturday, because I had been, I, I it seems like I go through these periods where I'm spiritually feeling good. I'm going to meetings, praying, I'm going to church. But I'm not feeling, like, r- great spiritually. I feel like I'm spiritually, I'm managing. I'm not suicidal, you know, which is um, when I'm not spiritually fit. I, not that I'm, I would ever, I would never, and let me just reiterate this, I would never intentionally take my life no matter how bad my mental state is, because it's been really bad. Um, but there's times where if I'm not spiritually fit, my mind will just recycle over and over. You should kill yourself. You're worthless. You're a piece of trash to put it, you know, and that just cycles and cycles and cycles. It's, um, very common in addicts, um, to be, you know, either suicidal when we're spiritually unfit or homicidal. You either look angry and you have outbursts and you want to hurt other people or you feel like you want to hurt other people or you think about yourself and you think about how you want to hurt yourself. Um, I'm more on that spectrum when I'm not spiritually fit. And and I think I think partially the reason why these episodes make me so depressed and um, make me feel so hopeless is because I believe and oops dropping dropping change is because I believe it's like God's way of punishing me for my actions and. Um, that's such a silly way to think about it but then because because then i think oh god just wants me to feel pain because i've been a piece of human trash and then there's no hope for me and then i just believe that i have no cuz cuz if i don't have hope with god i have no hope like and i've i've kind of I've kind of changed my, I wouldn't say changed my mind, at, at least that's where I feel spiritually, like, if I feel like if I'm not right with God, then there is no hope. And then sometimes I'm like, you can, I don't know, hope manifests in other forms, I guess, but, and so this last week, um, I've just been... <sighs> So, and, 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 and another thing that these episodes do is they throw my sleep schedule off. So like, I'll be in a decent rhythm, going to bed at a decent time. I don't know, not, not the best, but then I'm getting up at least by 11 in the morning. (laughs) That's really not, it depends. My sleep schedule can be so, can change so drastically depending on if I'm having episodes or how I'm feeling, but, um, so it throws me off. I don't end up sleeping, falling asleep until like, I don't know, 
9 a.m. or something, and then I wake up at like 5 p.m., and then I'm depressed at the fact that I slept through the day, and then it all compiles upon one another. Like, my mom asked me if I was using drugs. I'm eight months sober, and um, it's just, they don't, no one gets it. Like, these, no one gets what it's like to live in a body that's constant. I don't blame my parents, and, and, and I'm not trying to justify um, my actions, but, like, no one gets what it's like to be in a body that's, you're in constant torment 24-7. You do not get a break ever. Like, some days are just more of a break than others, but it's always constant hell, and at any single moment, your body could go into um, what I call an episode, which is absolute pain, suffering, it's hell. It it feels like um, it's similar to alcohol withdrawals that I went through, which were like, I believed I was in hell on earth when I was going through some of my withdrawals. And that's what I start to go through. And that can happen at any moment. And it does happen about once every week or two, two weeks. And then people are wondering why I'm depressed. <laughs> like, um, because I'm going through hell. <laughs> But to be fair, I'm not doing my part spiritually because when I'm and see like the thing about this health thing is it's given me I need I need to have a close relation with God during it. Like if I was just healthy, like I didn't I wasn't in excruciating pain and anguish at all times. Um, I mean all times, yeah, a lot of times, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. A lot of the times, I'm in a lot of pain and anguish. Um, but people don't see that because, anyways, whatever. Um, okay, where, where was, I, was I saying? When I'm in a lot of pain and anguish, oh, I... I need like I I need to be close to God. Like when I was when I felt good physically, I didn't feel the need to turn to God because I'm okay. I'm fine. I can make my own choices. I can work out, I can do this, I can do that, and I feel fine. Though always even when I felt physically well, um spiritually something didn't feel completely right. You know, and and then that manifest as time went on, um, that became greater and greater. And at different points in my life, that uh, need for God has been greater than others. But, and and like you know, like I, kind of recently explored the possibility of a relationship, and um, it just did not feel right so for the time being that relationship is just a friendship and and that I think that spiraled me into a little bit more of a depression because I'm like oh yes this reinforces I'm a piece of trash because this person that I care about now has hurt feelings you know like even though they didn't say that I just assumed that but uh you know, it's just like, so, so I've let all this stuff kind of pile up and, and still, I still have faith, you know, I still throw on a preacher's sermon and, um, at night and there's still times when I'm running 
um, I'll pray and I'll thank God. Thank you, God, that I can run. I, I'm so thank like like I'm so grateful that I can run and work out. Like, despite feeling so unwell, it is. I honestly wholeheartedly believe that it has kept me sober. Like, if I didn't have the ability to exercise, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would have. I don't know. I believe that it's been helpful. Anyways, it's been a game changer. But um, but. You know, and I'll sometimes I'll be suffering miserably, and I'll go work out, and I'll feel good for like an hour. But we're spiritual beings having a human experience. You can feel good physically, but be in absolute hell spiritually. Like our souls need something more. Um, you can say, no, that's not the case, but it's the case. (laughs) Trust me, it's the case. Um, I've had enough spiritual experiences throughout my life that, and like came face to face with God. It's like, if I said he didn't exist, I'd be a liar. (laughs) So like when, when people, atheists, um, even agnostics, people that are like, I, I think it's too big to know. And sometimes those people will get angry at a religious person because how can they, they get angry? Like, how could you know? None of us know, you know? And I mean, well, I can't no, 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 no until I'm dead. Like, I can't no, no, like a hunt, like, but I believe with everything inside of me because my experiences have been so profound to not believe would be the most foolish thing that I could do. There's not, you know, and, and so the realization that there's something greater, a God, it's, I, it's like, okay, well now, now what do you do with that? You know, especially when there's so much suffering and I'm suffering so much. And is my suffering mean that God is not happy with me? And when I personalize it that way, then I take it personal. And it's like, why would I have a relationship with God when he's just angry at me? And this suffering is his way of showing he's angry with me. So like, what am I going to do? Try to pray to him? He's obviously angry with me. And I still feel sick, even though I'm praying to him. So like obviously he's still angry you know and it's just this vicious cycle and it's not the truth you know all humans have to undergo suffering um not all necessarily to the same degree but we all at some point in our life have to go through immense amounts of suffering that is the human experience for all sorts of reasons, uh, all sorts of reasons, but I believe it's basically evil is the reason. Like I believe humans have free will. Humans chose evil. Evil manifests in this different forms of suffering. Um, what I don't understand is why do some people seem to get worse suffering and some people not as you know there's so many variables i don't i don't really understand it all 
But anyways, I've been feeling like, you know, I want to spend more time with God because like, especially, especially once it's been like, been, it's been like a week of me in a depression, I just get so depressed that I'm like, well, maybe I can't be close to God, but I have to try. And it's like weird why I have to get to such these, to these extreme lows before I like make this decision to really put effort into my relationship with God. But, uh, sometimes I do. And I, uh, could not sleep. Well, because my sleep's been kind of messed up ever since my last episode. Um, and was it last night? I just, like, really was like, okay, I need to spend, like, more time with God. Because I'm spending absolutely no time. Like, my only form of spending time with Him was, like, listening to a sermon and then praying for, like, 30 seconds. And praying out of a place of, like, fear. If you if If you believe in God, but you're, like trying to contact him in a place where you think that he hates you and you're like terrified like walking on eggshells it's going to be hard to have a a healthy relationship (laughs) um which is part of the problem with me sometimes that's not god you know it's like well how can you say that because when i actually make an effort i have an experience and I get up and I get peace and I'm like inside of my soul that is beyond human understanding beyond my understanding and that's how I know it's God and it's like oh yeah there is something more than this and it's such a good it's so it's so good in so many ways because if this is it man that's rough that is a rough thought. And it, and it makes sense why like so many people that don't believe anything are so bitter. You know, if this was it, I'd be angry, bitter. I, I still get angry, bitter, resentful at times. And I do believe to not believe there's anything and that this is all for just, we're just here and then we just die. And there's no purpose to any of it. There's no purpose to any of the suffering. And it's like, what a... That is hell, man. That is hell. Like... And I don't know. I don't know how some people can live like that. And I'm not, like, judging them. I'm just saying I don't know how how a person can do it. Like, and I'm not even saying, like, religion. I'm just saying having no faith in anything. Like, that to me is, like, I don't get it. But it's a complicated world, and human beings are complicated. So, uh, tonight, slash this morning... It's three in the about three in the morning when I decide I'm gonna go for a run. I don't normally go for runs at three in the morning, okay? 
but uh, I, I mean, I have in the past done late night runs, but lately I've been exercising closer to like, not that it matters, like 7, 8 p.m., but I, I slept so much of the day away, um, and I finished gaming for the night, listened to a sermon, and then, and just, like, listened and felt like, okay, God, I really want to, like, listen, like, sometimes I can have one, a sermon playing, or what, like, worship music praying, and, like, I'm kind of, like, just hoping that without me making any effort in prayer, it's, I'm just gonna feel better, but usually if I don't put any effort in, and, like, actually truly, like, listen, then I don't really get any benefit, but I try to take the easy route, I guess, sometimes, anyways, I'm like, okay, and I've been thinking about it, because I listen to all sorts of music, when I'm running, like, there's times when I'm feeling unwell, and I'm pissed off, I listen to some gnarly, like the most, like the darkest, I don't know about the darkest, close to some of the darkest rap music a person could listen to, like, kind of old school Eminem-ish, but with newer, newer artists, sometimes I throw on some Eminem, um, like, just, like, screw the world kind of music, and I feel like it helps me to work out harder, I'm, I'm kind of in a state of anger when I'm working out, I'm kind of like, but it feels like it helps push me harder, and, um, I actually messaged a friend, um, a spiritual leader, I guess, and told them I'm in physical pain, and what do you do to help stay in God's presence, and that was a number of things they listed off, and one of the things was, um, careful what you listen to, it's, it's like all the things that I know, um, but I guess maybe sometimes I just need to hear, you know, shows you watch, music you listen to, um, the things that influence and shape you, the people that you're around, and so, I'm like, okay, I found an old, through Spotify, an old worship, um, CD that I used to listen to when I was really, really close to God, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna jog, and I'm gonna jog to worship music, like, and I was a little bit sad about it, because I'm like, I kind of like my rap music, or rock music, or whatever, whatever genre it is, I like, like, this pump-up music, and how is worship music gonna help me to run, you know, it's all about me, <laughs> I want to have the best run possible, and they, these other genres aren't gonna, are, worship music is like, more chill, and like, how, how you know, just thinking, how is it gonna help? And I was like, well, whatever. I'm going to listen to worship music. And I'm going to pray the whole time. Like, the whole time I'm going to pray. And prayer is talking to God and listening. So I did my very best 
um, which is maybe not great, but to talk to God, thank God for over and over. I was just like thanking him. And, um, and then I was also trying to listen. And, um, so, so, so I'm, I'm like, okay, I, I had a route in my mind of what I was, where I was going to run. I start running. I feel, I see a picture in my mind that God told, tells me to run across Finley Bridge. I'm like, all right. So I run across, across Finley Bridge. And that, like, I, I wasn't expecting to run this far. Put it that way. Um, and then I felt like he told me to run, like, kind of through through Riverside and then go up the hill um, that leads into Crescent Heights and then to run across the Maple Ave Bridge. And I'm like, why do I have to run across the Maple Ave Bridge? Like, is this just me? Like... It's just my thoughts, whatever. But so I, I started. Run, I, I eventually got up to Crescent Heights. Um, I actually ran past my grandma's place, and ran to the stairs by McCoy. Went down the stairs, and then I was gonna run back across Finley Bridge, and then I felt like God was like, "Run across, um, run across." Maple Ave Bridge. I'm like, seems silly, but okay. I run across Maple Ave Bridge. And the whole, and even earlier, I felt like God was saying, you're going to stop at the max. And I'm like, all right, I don't really want to stop at the max. Like when I'm, when I'm running and I'm like, because the max is getting close to the end of my run. And near the end of my run, I like to pump it up and try to like, push all the energy that I have left, and I'm like, I don't know that I really want to run to the max, but I was like, okay, that that was pretty firm, that I was supposed to go to the max, so I take this route, and um, I'm running to the max, and I see somebody walk in to the max as I'm like approaching um, the store, and I get there, and I, uh, I I walk in, grab my aloe vera juice, and I feel I'm like I kind of feel like I recognize this person, like is and then I'm like is this who I think it is? I'm not gonna say a name because of the story and how the story's going to go, but I was like, is this somebody that I know? Um. And it was. I was like, hey, how's it going? Good, how's it going with you? Good. Um, I'm trying to think of how I can tell this story without, like, while keeping the person's anonymity completely complete, I guess, <laughs> um, sorry, I just need a minute, because I, there's, like, parts of the story that I want to share, 
I'm just trying to think of how... Okay, okay, I think I know how I'll... Okay, so, anyways. And and when I got into the max, I felt like um, God said, I need you to help my children. And the person is somebody that I've known um, from recovery-based... Recovery-based... Through, reco- through recovery. <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh, how's it going? Um, you want to talk? And, 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 like, I told them, like, I was running and I was praying. And um, I felt like God told me to go here and then run this certain path. And I ran a lot longer than I normally would have ran. But if I didn't run for as long as I did, I probably wouldn't have made the window. That person was there, they bought a pop, and they were just about to leave. Like, there was about a one-minute window where they were in the in the Mac store. And I happened to end up in the Mac store at the exact same time as them. And... And this person's been on my heart, and um, I just feel like they might need some help. And uh, so then, because the story gets a, a little bit crazy here, and w- which is partially why I want to keep the person, um, the person's anonymity. But so then we we start walking, and I'm kind of trying to have a conversation with this person, but they're not in the right state of mind and uh it's kind of um hard to have any sort of conversation with them and I'm and I'm kind of like god what am I doing here <laughs> like what what's going on here what am I supposed to be doing and and so it's about 3:45 in the morning and now we're walking by downtown Tim Hortons, and there's two people there, and I'm kind of like, okay, this feels like, um, this might be a, a scary situation, um, and, and they're, they're looking at us, and, and they start calling the person's name I'm with, and we're kind of walking by them, and I thought there was going to be potentially a violent, altercation um one person was yelling at the person that I was with and I couldn't tell if they wanted to like fight them or what was going on they were obviously not in their right mind and I'm like what have I gotten myself into like (laughs) like what god uh (laughs) what am I doing here like and the person's like just keep walking and I'm like okay I'm like let's, let's keep the peace, guys, like, I don't, I don't know, and then, and then the person was like, okay, let's go back and talk to them, I was like, oh, I don't want to do that, but okay, we go back, and we talk to these two guys, and, um, one of them is, like, so, so gone, the other one I can have a conversation with. So I introduce myself, start talking. Um, they're asking me if I want to smoke up. 
And I'm like, nah, I'm in recovery. I go to AANA. I'm just, I'm on the straight and narrow now. You know, those drugs kind of ruined my life. <laughs> um, they're like, oh, good for you, good for you. And you want to smoke? And the um, person I was with has a smoke. And they're having a smoke. And um, was able to have a conversation with one of the guys. Actually seemed like a, a good good person. You know, like, I don't know, like, we had a little bit of a conversation. But the other one was just like, could not, could not string words together. Um, and he was the one I was worried about because he was the one that seemed like he might um, get violent because he felt like he could fly off the hinge at any given moment and then um, we have this conversation and and then the person I'm with is like okay let's go so so then we take off and um, asks me if I want to come in and I'm like I, we arrived to their place. They asked me if I wanted to go in. I was like, I don't know if I want to go in. Um, but I decided to. And um, had a bit of a conversation. Was able to uh, pray with them. And then I felt like it was time to go. So... Um, I left, and when I was leaving, I saw another person who I hadn't seen in a long time, who I was able to have, like, a good conversation with, and it was just, like, kind of cool, I'm like, it's like four in the morning, and this was going on, and, and then I left, and I jogged back to my house, and was like, because I've been spending so much time um, just so depressed where I don't want to leave the house and I'm just like, I just feeling sorry for myself, sitting in my pain, dwelling on my pain and my agony, um, workout game, may see family once in a while, but, um, just feel like I'm barely scraping by and and some of those times are like legitimate because I'm physically in so much pain and suffering just so such degrees but some some of the times it's like I'm just spiritually like I just feel spiritually dead inside I just feel like what is what is life what is the purpose of this suffering what is and I'm just just been miserable and just after tonight like that was one night where I prayed during a run and was able to like come into contact with somebody and I don't I don't know if what that experience is going to help this person um I hope it does but I know that that experience wasn't a coincidence and that it was there for a purpose and God was showing me that there's people that I need to help. And my heart has been going out for people downtown. Um, I bought some $5 Timmy car- Timmy's cards and I've kind of uh, handed them out to a couple people and told them, you know, just tried to talk to them, tell them about recovery. A lot of the times it's people on my heart that I think might be struggling with addiction. 
tell them that, you know, maybe God loves them, maybe, or whatever, and, um, that kind of stuff gets me fired up, you know, but then I get caught in my misery, and, and I was, like, thinking about it, and thinking about, like, is video, like, it's, are playing, I I often wonder, is playing video, are playing video games (laughs) for so long, and just, like, and whatever else I'm doing, like, not, you know, listening to music, podcasts, watching TV, whatever I'm doing, is it wrong? Like, is it, is, is that act in itself evil? Um, I mean, I think it can probably depend on what you're playing, I, you know, like, but at the end of the day, I I could be wrong about this, and my opinion might shift on this, but I don't think it's inherently evil to play video games, but when, or or whatever it is you're doing, but when your time is so occupied with something, and you're not doing anything to help other people, then I think it becomes wrong, and I feel like I realized that when I went on my run, just about this whole week-long depression I've been in, that the worst part about it isn't necessarily what I'm doing when I'm depressed. Um, I mean, sometimes I can, I, I screw up something, like I've, sometimes, you know, I've, I'll look at porn or something, um, trying not to do that so much um, and not that it's I've been doing it a lot but uh it is something that I've struggled with but it, it's like it's not even that I've been doing so many terrible dark things now like I like in my addiction when I was drinking and using and you know I'd be lying constantly manipulating um I'd be promiscuous I'd be at times borderline violent um borderline <laughs> Um, you know, like, punching holes in walls, I guess, is violent, I guess, eh, um, you know, but it's, it's not necessarily what I'm doing that is so evil, but the lack thereof of what I'm doing, it's the fact that the time that I'm being given, I'm not doing anything with to help other people, or spend any time with God, and it's like you need like we need we need like, we're placed on this earth i believe to experience life to have a relationship with god and to have a relationship with people and in having a relationship with people to be helping other people whether that be meeting physical needs spiritual needs emotional needs what like i think it's, there's probably supposed to be a little bit of all of it but if you're just stuck depressed not doing anything i mean maybe you're not committing evil acts in in a sense but but you're not using the time to do good and that in itself is a tragedy because we only have so much time on this earth. It's so short and and we have the ability with our lives to make such 
a drastic impact on on this earth and on other people's lives. I think a lot of the times we sell ourselves short. Even just like, even if you're like, you've got a career, you know, even if you go to school, um, you you get a career. I mean, that those are all, all po- you're, you're working a job that like you enjoy. And you're like, well, yeah, I'm contributing to society. And you are for sure. That's huge. Super huge. But I think we a lot of the times we sell ourselves short at our career. At, and, and we don't realize there's so many other ways that we can be helping people. And I think when we die, we're going to have some regrets. I think we're going to... Re- and like, I don't think that means like people are just going to be cast into the pit of hell or whatever i don't i don't really know from an internal spec perspective where i'll sit with that in itself um but i believe that we're going to know um what we did with our life and like it's it's been actually very common in near-death experiences um what they call a life review and Many people have experienced this all over the world where it's it's the flashing of your life before your eyes and you see everything that you've done and and I think in the in that moment we're gonna see all the things a lot of like situations where God was maybe calling us to do something to help somebody, but we were so caught in ourselves that we never did it and and the impact that that could have had on that person's life, and we didn't do it, and then we're gonna regret it, you know. I I don't know. That's just a belief that I have, but I could be totally wrong and out to lunch. <laughs> but yeah. So and th- so I so I get home after this like week long depression, and you know feeling spiritually good spiritually at peace and all i had to do was try a little bit i i remember because like for me i always thought that a relationship with god was just be like really easy because it was for me at one point when i turned 19 I went to a Christian conference. It wasn't really when I was younger, but I went to a conference and I got so radically changed by um, the presence of God that it it was like easy to change because I was so filled with peace and love and joy all the time that not doing the things I was doing before, easy. Then I went back to my lifestyle, health issues, things got more complicated. Or at least in my mind, I made them a lot more complicated. Didn't feel that peace the same way, you know. Um, I listened to um, a friend, a pastor of mine, I guess, um, explain how sometimes... A relationship with God is like work. Um, and I never, I never really thought it would. I'm like, you actually have to put, you actually have to put effort in if you want to get anything out of it. And, and on some level, I know that, but I just like 
feel like, well, God should just make me feel good, and then I'll want to have a relationship with him, and then we'll ha- I'll have a relationship with him, and if it's, I don't feel good, then obviously he doesn't want to, you know, it's weird thinking, making it all about myself, but we have to put some effort in, I didn't have to put that much effort, like, And and I'm just going to start doing that every time I run, you know? Like, I'm just going to start throwing on worship music every time I run. Pray. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know that every time I run, I'm going to necessarily have an encounter where I see somebody on the street and or I, I encounter somebody and so, that I feel like I need to help and I get into a situation. I don't know, but like... It'll probably happen more often if I'm asking God what I should what what I sh- what should I be doing, who do you want me to talk to, you know, like it definitely will happen more. Um and it's like I want to I don't know how much time that I have on this earth. None of us do. I've been pretty worried that I don't have much time left. And if that is the case, do I really want my last days to be me sulking in a bedroom, depressed by myself, not really doing anything to contribute to anybody, just trying to pass the time? Or do I want to have a relationship with the being I believe that I'm going to spend eternity with and try to make a positive impact on this earth while I have the chance? I know what I want. I want option two. <laughs> I don't... It, it it can be easy, very easy to get... Um, to get discouraged, to lose hope, to not have faith. But those things are not what we're supposed to be doing. You know, we're not supposed to ha- not have hope. We're supposed to always have hope. We're supposed to always have faith, no matter how terrible things are. We're supposed to always believe that God's got it under control, even if we don't see how. So yeah, been a while since I've had an episode, and uh, by episode I mean podcast episode. And I felt like I should do one when I got home, because I'm feeling spiritually good. So... Usually I stretch them out to an hour, but I don't think there's really much more that I want to want to share. I can I feel kind of like that was like there was just a lot of times where uh, I won't worry about it. Anyways, I guess I could end it with a prayer. I think I I don't know if I've done that in every episode or or what. Sometimes it feels like, am I like forcing like some phony spirituality by ending my podcast with a prayer? But I don't think that I am. I think that I'm genuinely, for anybody that might be listening, try, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe God will have me say something during the pray, prayer that might help somebody. And will help push me and my own faith. I don't know. So I'm going to just say a quick prayer. And then I'm going to call her. 
All right. Thanks for listening. God, I thank you for today. I thank you for this morning. I thank you that you're always with us. And you just sometimes want us to reach out to you. But that you are never the one stopping the line of communication. That if anyone's ever stopping the line of communication, it's us. But at any time, we can reach out to you and you will be there. I thank you, God, that your plan is good and that you are right and that you are love. I thank you for the people that I have in my life, God. And I just pray that for the time that I have on this earth, God, I could positively impact people. Despite my physical pains and the depression and anxiety or whatever might come my way, God, I just ask that you would help me to help other people and to not get so wrapped up in myself. And God, I just ask that anyone might be that might be listening to this, that you would inspire in them a desire for change, to just be a better person, God, to have relation with you, God, to to help other people, God, that that might be suffering. Because I really truly believe that that's what this life is all about, God. Jesus, I, that's what that's what you did was you came for the for people that were broken and lost. And uh there's a lot of people that are broken and lost, but yeah. I thank you for tonight slash this morning that you'd strengthen me and anybody else who's having a difficult time in life. And Jesus, I pray this in your name. Amen. And that's all, folks.